Do you know a working person whose life could use a nudge? Check out the new book, Blue Collar Spirituality, Finding a God That Works, by Rev. Michael McMorrow. Writing as a carpenter-turned-new thought minister, Mike sprinkles spiritual breadcrumbs written in plain and practical language. Available now on Amazon. Learn more when Mike is interviewed by Rev. Paul John Roach on his radio show, World Spirituality, Tuesday, May 18th at 1 p.m. Central on UnityOnlineRadio.org. Exploring our oneness with spirit and each other. Unity Online Radio. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, with Rev. Jennifer Hadley, a beloved teacher of the Course, who has helped thousands learn how to express their beliefs from moment to moment in their everyday lives. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application. Here is your host, Rev. Jennifer Hadley. Good morning, good morning. Ah, yes. Well, let's see, it's the last week of July, and we are in the thick of our summer experience. I'm in Hawaii, and uh, (laughs) it's wonderful, I have to say. It's hot and humid, though, let me just tell you, hot and humid. I was talking to my beautiful assistant who lives in West Virginia, and she was saying, oh, my gosh, it's 84 degrees and 70% humidity. And I looked at the weather here in Hawaii, and I said, yeah, we got the same weather here. (laughs) And um, we have the trade winds, which makes it nice, and we can go swimming. So, all right, I don't know what that has to do with Course in Miracles. Just saying hi. Just happy to be with you this morning. So let's place our hand on our heart. Let's pray in. I always like to start with a blessing. So grateful and so thankful to open our heart, open our mind to the power and the presence, the free flow of love. Taking this breath of love and gratitude, we're grateful and thankful to come into our right mind, partnering up with the higher Holy Spirit self and remembering our true identity is that we are the perfect givers and receivers of love. We are the love of God. We are the joy of God, the peace of God, the harmony of God, and we are grateful and thankful to remember that this is so. Grateful and thankful to claim our divinity and the divinity of all life is omnipresent and omnipotent, omniactive. So grateful to surrender 
the judgments and opinions, the belief in lack and attack, and to remember that our true identity is now and always has been, always will be, that perfect love. In grace and gratitude, we joyfully accept our healing. We accept the clarity and we let it be. And so it is. Amen. Amen. So I'm Jennifer Hadley, and our topic today is Free Your Mind. Remember that song? Free your mind, and the rest will follow. So that's that's what we're working on with The Course of Miracles, isn't it? Seek first the kingdom, which is within, it's in our heart, and all else will be added unto you. So we're, we're doing that. And it works. It really works. And let me say, too, that right now, what I notice, what I'm experiencing in my own life, and talking to so many students and folks, because I'm an active spiritual counselor, and uh, I'm hoping to um, begin teaching some more spiritual counselors in my spiritual counseling program uh, later this year, and I speak to so many people through uh, my classes and uh, my Sacred Circle weekly membership Q&A counseling program. So these different offerings that I have, I talk to a lot of people, and so I hear what they're going through, and I feel it very strongly. Uh, There's so many people that I'm involved with, and they share deeply and personally what's going on with them. So right now, if you feel like you, your family, your business, if you feel like you're being squeezed, like everything is up in your face, and you're experiencing tremendous challenges, and they're challenges really in a sense, a test of your own personal strength. If that's how it feels to you, then you're tuned in to what's going on because that is what is going on now. So (laughs) I remember a few years ago, say around, oh, 2008, 2009, 10, 11, 12, we, with my my prayer partners, we were talking about how it's getting more intense. In my year-long Master Living class and Finding Freedom class, the students were saying it's getting more intense, it's getting more intense. And there's no abatement in the intensity. The intensity is intensifying. And what it really is, is it's a purification. It's a very strong energy of purification. And I, for one, although definitely I find it challenging too, I am so grateful for it. So it's about not giving up or giving in, but giving up in the sense of giving the belief in problems and the struggling and the trying to figure it out to the Holy Spirit, to your higher self, 
the I am that I am. And that's what we're going to look at today in terms of freeing our mind. So a couple of weeks ago, maybe it was even last week, it's hard for me to remember, um, it, it seems like the last couple of weeks I've been, for a month or so, I've been sharing a lot about recognizing you don't have to figure things out. Especially as a spiritual student, you don't have to try to make sense of things. You don't have to try to figure out what's going on and what is best to do. You don't have to solve the problem. That's the old way of working, and that's what the ego does. That's how the ego feels valuable and important, is it is the one that figures things out. It strategizes. It has coping mechanisms. It has a way of managing, controlling, and manipulating things. So this is all ego behavior. What we're being called to do is to have faith and to trust. And so developing that faith muscle, that trust muscle, is the thing that's going to help us the most right now in this time of expanding light. So in our day-to-day experience, when there's the temptation to try and figure things out, to control them, to strategize, instead, take a deep breath and mentally and in your heart, take a step back. Take a step back from the ego. Take a step back from the one who's trying to figure everything out from the one who's trying to control everything and realize that's not who you are. That's the ego. Because when you're really practicing A Course in Miracles, what you're doing on a day-to-day basis from the very first workbook lesson, you are practicing remembering your true identity is as that higher Holy Spirit self. And that you are being led. Of course, the miracle says this over and over again. Just let go and be guided. Everything will go so well if you let go and be guided. So, here is the perfect opportunity to really make that your knee-jerk reaction. That when you notice you're trying to, you're struggling, trying to figure it out, when you feel afraid, when you feel worried or concerned, you don't know what to do, you feel helpless, out of control, when any of those feelings come up, right then, call upon the Holy Spirit, which is your higher self. Call upon Jesus, Mother Mary, Kuan Yin. Call upon your ancestors. Call upon the company of heaven and all that is holy. Call for divine assistance. Because here's the thing that that we learn when we practice this, is when we're willing to have faith and trust, just that little bit of willingness, then we will receive an insight. We will receive guidance. 
And when we do receive that insider guidance, what happens is we get the fullness of what to do, when to do it, where to do it, why to do it. It comes in <clears throat> the fullness. Whereas, <clears throat> I'm take a sip of my tea here. Just clear my throat. When, when that insight comes in its fullness, we know what's to be done. And there's clarity. When we're trying to figure something out, when we're trying to strategize and control, we feel weak. We're trying to figure it out from a place of weakness, not strength. We're trying to figure it out from a place of confusion, not knowing. We're trying to figure it out from a place of lack and limitation, not having. But the kingdom is pre-installed, so therefore we can proceed as one who has. But you see, the only problem we have is this belief that we're separate from the kingdom. We're separate from having. We're separate from insight and guidance and all of that. But we're not separate from it. We have created a veil in our minds. And it's the only way to release that veil is to consciously choose to let it go and to no longer value it anymore. And this is something each one of us must do for ourselves. No one can do it for us. Lots of people can help us, and we can help others. But it must it's an inside job. We have to do it. But the good news is, all we have to do is be willing. That's what Jesus says in A Course in Miracles. He says, you don't even have to believe this. You just keep going, just keep doing the lessons. Because your willingness is all that's required. So, lesson 197. It can be, but my gratitude I earn. It says here, here is the second step we take to free your mind from the belief in outside force pitted against your own. So one of the things that I, I see a lot of people are going through right now is they do feel like there are outside forces. Uh, a lot of people are experiencing what feels to them as some kind of a battle experience. So it could be in your relationships, could be with your body, could be at work, uh, it could be in your finances. However, there there's only one. So there really is nothing outside to work against you. Everything is actually working for you if you're willing to receive it. Even the things that appear to challenge have come to support, have come to help you, help you to free your mind. And that could seem hard to believe, but the people who seem to be working against you or the situations that seem to be working against you, are actually there for you to strengthen your mind. So think of it this way. If you have poverty consciousness, right? If you have a belief in poverty, if you have a belief that you don't deserve or that you can't have 
or you're not worthy, or there's something wrong with you, if you have these kinds of beliefs operating in your life, wouldn't it actually be helpful if you experienced the pain of those beliefs and the challenges of those beliefs to the point where you would say, enough, I've had enough. Enough is enough. And now I'm going to choose to recognize I am one with the one. I am one with the Father, Mother, God, the principle of infinite prosperity and abundance. This is what I am one with. So for me, I work with a lot of I am statements. I am in the flow of love. I am divinely guided in each and every moment. I am led by divine intelligence. I am the only active intelligence in this mind, in this body, in my life, in my ministry. I am that I am. So it says here in Lesson 197, Here's the second step we take to free your mind from the belief, which does, it's not true, in outside force pitted against your own. You make attempts at kindness and forgiveness. You make attempts at kindness and forgiveness. Now, it's true, all of us, correct? Yet, you turn them to attack again unless you find external gratitude and lavish thanks. So, this is giving to get. If, if you are upset when people do not appreciate your gifts and your giving, do you get upset? Do you feel unappreciated? Does it bother you? Do you then wish to withhold if people do not appreciate your gifts? Well, then, it, it's simply you're, you are only giving to get something. So, you weren't really giving from your heart. Unless you find external gratitude and lavish thanks, do you find yourself petulant, upset, bothered? It's very, very common. It says here, your gifts must be received with honor, lest they be withdrawn. Right? You think, okay, I'm not going to give to these people in these situations anymore. They do not appreciate me. Well, it's interesting. Who is it that doesn't appreciate what? I love this next part. It says, and so you think God's gifts are loans at best. That God's gifts have only been loaned to you at best. At worst, deceptions which would cheat you of defenses to ensure that when he strikes, he will not fail to kill, right? So this giving to get implies this belief system, not implies, it um, I think belies is a better word, this belief system that God's gifts are loans at best and at worst deceptions. How easily are God and guilt confused by those who know not what their thoughts are? 
the dyers. How easily are God and guilt confused by those who know not what their thoughts can do. Deny your strength and weakness must become salvation to you. See yourself as bound and bars become your home. Nor will you leave the prison house or claim your strength until guilt and salvation are not seen as one. Freedom and salvation are perceived as joy, with strength beside them to be sought and claimed and found and fully recognized. So let us recognize our strength. It's in giving from the overflow. It's in our loving heart. It's truly in our willingness to recognize the unity of all life and the gifts of God are ours to share. Not to withhold, but to share. And this is our abundance. It is our prosperity. It is our joy. And we can access it. And we're doing it together. Oh, it's time for me to take a break. You hear that music. I'm Jennifer Hadley. And while you're on the break, I invite you to go to jenniferhadley.com. Right now, I've got my seven simple steps to interrupt the patterns of fear. Free class still available right there at jenniferhadley.com. So go check it out and I'll, I'll be right back. You're listening to A Course of Miracles on Unity Online Radio, where we are living the love and walking the talk. As Unity Online Radio continues to expand its programming and outreach to the world, we count on the support of listeners like you. Please make your donation today. Go to www.unity.fm and click on Donate Now. If I were brave, I'd walk the races where fools and How is life working for you? Would it be okay with you if life got easier, simpler, yet more meaningful and vibrant? Join certified life coach Carla McClellan Tuesday afternoons for Vibrant Living. Each week, Coach Carla and her guests will share strategies and solutions designed to make your life more vibrant. Is there something in your life you'd like help with? A dream you'd like to achieve, a relationship you'd like to improve. Call into the show toll-free for Coaching with Carla. That's Vibrant Living, Life Coaching with Carla, Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Central on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. What if we're all meant to do what we secretly dream? Thank you for tuning in for A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application as we return to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Welcome back to A Course in Miracles. 
Hey, 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 we're back. I'm Jennifer Hadley talking about freeing our mind. And we're looking at lesson 197, which is it can be but my gratitude I learn. And so we're talking about how when we share our gifts and talents in the world or we just share, but we have an attachment. We're giving to get. And we know we're giving to get because if people don't respond the way we'd like them to, we feel disappointed. We feel regret. We feel hurt. We feel anger. We feel resentment. All these things come up. Well, then we weren't freely giving. And if we're not freely giving, then we're not expressing our God self. Because this is God's nature. We're one with God. God's nature is to freely give without attachment. God gives freely without any guilt. We are given the fullness of our gifts and talents and everything truly. We don't, we're given everything that we need to live an abundant, opulent, prosperous, amazing life. And when we harbor resentment and regrets and uh, I don't know anybody really who hasn't been born with patterns, maybe not the Dalai Lama, I don't know, but most of us have incarnated with karmic patterns that we're here on a mission to liberate from our mind. So only those karmic patterns of negativity or new ones we might be choosing, though I don't know anyone who's really doing that. Um, these are the only things that impede our experience of total prosperity and wholeness and freedom. So the fullness has been given, and what we're, I believe, on a mission to do is to remember that. And this is what A Course in Miracles teaches us. It talks about learning all the time, and that is how it seems in this world, but we're actually remembering the truth about ourselves and about our brothers and sisters. And because we're all one, the best learning tools that we have are our body and each other. So if we are upset when our brothers and sisters don't appreciate and recognize and value our gifts and talents when we share them. When we don't feel appreciated and honored, it's really only a reflection. That's the thing that A Course in Miracles teaches us, that when we're bothered and upset, what we're really bothered by is our opinions and judgments. It's not the experience. It's how we hold it in our mind. We're never upset for the reason we think. We're not upset because of what's happening or what happened, but we're upset by how we hold it in our mind. When we hold it as a belief in uh, lack and limitation or evidence of lack and limitation, someone shares their gifts and talents, it's not appreciated, so then they feel unloved and unlovable. But these things are not true. It's projection. 
when we don't love ourselves, when we are not filled to the rim, overflowing with love and appreciation that we have gifts that we can share, that we get to share them. When we're looking for something back, then what is the underlying belief? It's in lack. That's why we're upset. Because we had a belief in lack, and we thought, well, if I share my gifts and talents, then I'll be appreciated, then I'll be loved, and, oh, it didn't work. So therefore, I proved what I already knew. I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy. These people don't really love me. And that's why I'm upset, because I set out to prove a false belief, and I proved it to myself. And now I'm stuck again. Unless I free my mind, it can be but my gratitude I earn. Lesson 197. See yourself as bound and bars become your home. So if we see ourselves as being in lack and limitation, then that prison becomes our home. And so in my experience in talking with so many people all over the world, the most common thing is that people feel in some way not good enough, bad, wrong, unworthy, some way, shape, or form. And they're trying to compensate for that. They're trying to manage and cope with it rather than to heal the belief forever. How do you heal that belief forever? You are willing. And when it comes into your mind for healing, instead of managing and coping with it, strategizing to get other people to make you feel better, you go right to the source. Go right to the Holy Spirit. Go right to Jesus, Mother Mary, Kuan Yin, your ancestors. You go to the company of heaven and the angels. However it works for you. And you say, I will not continue to believe this anymore. This is not true. And I am willing only to place my attention, my energy, and my belief in that which is true. Because remember, in this world... The only thing that we can see is what we believe, what we hold in our mind. That's all we can see. And yes, there's the collective mind and the individual mind. So we can see what's true and what's real, which is infinite beauty, infinite love the perfection of God being revealed. We can see that. It's available for us to see in every moment, in every situation. It really is. Or we can see the meaning that we have made of things. We are light beings. This is what A Course in Miracles tells us all the time. We are light. And our grievances hide the light of the world in us. 
And so when we hold a grievance, yes, it hides the light of the world so that not only can others not see the light of the world in us, we can't see it in ourselves. And our grievances prevent us from seeing the light of the world in others. Because what we believe about ourselves, we will believe about others. What we believe about others, we will believe about ourselves because there's only this one. So when we hold a grievance in our mind, it's like putting a slide in a projector. And our mind is that light shining through that slide, projecting it onto the screen of our life. The slide, which it's the ego thought system. The ego thought system, it has no volition of its own. Do you know? It's just thoughts of separation. But when we place the light of our attention in it, when we invest in it, when we invest our belief in it, when we think those thoughts, they come alive. To the degree that we believe them, we experience them. So this is Course in Miracles and New Thought 101. And yet, have you yet today given yourself permission to energize and invest in and place your light, your attention into a grievance? And then did that grievance upset you or bother you? And then did you blame the upset on someone else? Or did you blame it on your incompetence, your lack or your limitation? Well, you see, that's how the cycle works. So it's about really interrupting these patterns. That's why I've got this free class right now, uh, Seven Simple Steps to Interrupt the Patterns of Fear. Because grievances are patterns of fear. They're patterns of lack and limitation. So, deny your strength, which is the love of God. And weakness must become salvation to you. So, when we withhold love, when we withhold our gifts and talents, because we think, oh, we won't be appreciated, or we have to be appreciated, or they're not good enough, when we withhold the love and any of our gifts and talents, then we are denying our strength. And... Weakness must then become our salvation. Can you see how that could possibly be true? If you're withholding your gifts and talents, if you're withholding love, if you're withholding kindness, then you are choosing weakness. Because the only strength that we have comes from being in our loving heart. When we're in our loving heart, then the door opens to everything being added unto us. Seek first the kingdom, which is your loving heart, (laughs) and then all else will be added unto you. So 
In A Course in Miracles, it says the body is a temple, but the most important thing in the temple is the altar. And what the altar is, really is, it's our heart. And what we hold in our heart is going to determine the quality of our life. And many of us closed our hearts. If not most of us closed our hearts, it's too hard to be open-hearted in this world. It's too hard to be loving and kind and gentle in this world. So what we did then was we took our strength, which is our loving heart, and we decided it's going to get me hurt. It Being in my loving heart is not safe, it's not healthy, it's not wise. So then now you can see how we naturally made the decision that to be in the ego mind, instead of our loving mind, our right mind, in the ego mind would be our strength. But that's always our weakness because as soon as we move into that ego mind, what we're doing is we're saying, I'm not interested in divine wisdom. I'm not interested in infinite prosperity and abundance. I'm not interested in wholeness. I'm not interested in freedom. I am not interested in beauty, in truth, in clarity, in purity. I'm not interested in the spiritual qualities of God and manifesting them and realizing them and expressing them. No, I'm interested in experiencing extreme lack and limitation. In weakness is where my safety lies. So the undoing of this can be my gratitude. Lesson 197, it can be but my gratitude I earn. Let me be grateful that I have gifts and talents that I can share. Let me be grateful that I can choose to share them. Gifts and talents, being kind, and gentle. These are gifts and talents. And when we practice the most basic gifts and talents, kindness, patience, gratitude, willingness, generosity, forgiveness, these then multiply the good. If we can be grateful every time we remember to be patient, if we can be grateful every time we remember to be kind, if we can be grateful every time that we forgive. I mean, I know when I first really embarked on, I made the decision to forgive everything in all directions of time and space. And there were so many times when I moved into true forgiveness, which is the release of the judgment. That's what true forgiveness is. And if you're having challenges with forgiveness, I also have a free class entitled How to Get Over It right there on the homepage at jenniferhadley.com. So please take advantage of these free resources. That's what they're there for. 
And remember, too, uh, this is episode 198 of the radio show, and uh, all the previous episodes are for free for downloading. You can sign up for the podcast and just get them all downloaded and you can have them on your iPhones and your iPads and your Androids and all your devices and take them with you and listen to them in the car. And so when I first started really practicing this intently and letting go of these old hatreds, I was I was so grateful I would just weep and weep and weep that I could forget. And so, so grateful that I could really choose to be patient, that I could genuinely, from my heart, choose to be kind. Because I used to be so angry and bitter and hateful. And um, I used to complain about everyone and everything. And, you know, that complaining mind, it's uh, such a limited way to live. And... You lose, when you complain and complain and complain, you lose track of how abundant the universe is, how constantly giving God is. You completely lose track of it. It's, it's, it seems as though the universe becomes a really um, small and selfish and withholding place. It seems to be a very confusing place. And right now, a lot of people are feeling confused and pushed and strained. And it can feel very intense. And there's definitely a strong temptation to give up. To give up, to quit and say, ah, it's just too hard, I can't do this. Oh my God, this is way too hard. And what I invite you to do, if you feel that way at all, is instead of just giving up on life, uh, giving instead of giving up on being happy, give up trying to figure it out. Give it up to the Holy Spirit. Give it over to your higher self and say, Oh, It's such a struggle because I'm not recognizing my strength. I'm not living from my strength. That's why it's a struggle. I am using weakness as a defense. And so I don't really know how to change that. But right now, I'm going to give it all to the Holy Spirit and just proclaim I'm interested in a life of profound love, complete joy, unconditional joy. I'm interested in experiencing true prosperity, wholeness, well-being, abundance. I'm interested in experiencing the free flow of the wisdom of God in my mind and heart. So I'm going to lay all these excuses and all these grievances down and just say, I'm willing. I'm willing. That's it. Right there. So transformative. (sighs) You hear that music? It's time for me to take a break again. 
I'm Jennifer Hadley. You're listening to A Course in Miracles. We're talking about freeing our minds. We're walking the talk. We're living the love on Unity Online Radio. And I'll be right truly understand the laws of the universe and live a life based on these profound and unwavering truths, then your dream life starts today. No more waiting, no more wandering. If you're ready to let go of the striving and move into the allowing, you are ready for everyday attraction on Unity Online Radio. We study the teaching of Abraham given to us by beautiful Esther Hicks, so we can release confusion for clarity, exchange struggle for serenity, and have the time of our lives today. Join host Ray Zander every Friday at noon Central Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Unity Online Radio for Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real. been listening to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk with Reverend Jennifer Hadley. If you have a question or comment about today's program, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, visit us on Facebook at A Course in Miracles Pledge, where you can join with the community of like-minded people who have pledged to live A Course in Miracles every day in every way. Now, back to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Welcome back. I'm Jennifer Hadley, and this week we're talking about freeing our mind. Lesson 197 is our help this week. Lesson 197, it can be but my gratitude I earn. It says here, see yourself as bound and bars become your home. Okay, so when we see ourselves as uh, that our strength, which is our loving heart, is actually something that works against us. Because let me just tell you, this this is the, the plague of the human race, that somehow being loving, open-hearted, and compassionate, uh, not somehow, it, be, it became, the perception became that that's too painful. So how did that happen? Well, in this system that we're experiencing of karma, um, we're... We just we got stuck in the system of karma, and it became overwhelming. And so we literally, we shut our hearts to divine love so that we wouldn't feel the pain that we were creating in our own experience. But now we've learned, we've learned, we've learned. The collective learning has been so much for so long. We've learned everything we can learn about this karmic system and we're getting ready to set the whole thing aside and to bring on the golden age of enlightenment. Here it comes. And A Course of Miracles is the perfect pathway to bring in the landing for us. So it says here, you won't leave the prison house or claim your strength until guilt and salvation are not seen as one. So right now, guilt and salvation 
In the ego perception, they're seen as one. And freedom and salvation are perceived as joined. So we can begin to perceive that freedom and salvation are the same thing. So seeking the atonement, or accepting the atonement, rather, for ourselves. So what does that really mean? It means the full recognition that there is no separation, there is only one. So this means not withholding your gifts and your talents, regardless of how they're received. Because otherwise we're giving to get. So whatever we give, we're giving from the overflow of God's love. If we're trying to get something, then we're not in our loving heart. It's not going to go well for us. We already know that. So why go down that road again and again? Why give to get at all? Unless you are interested in experiencing the lack, the limitation, the prison bars. In feeling yourself as bound. Says here, paragraph 3 of Lesson 197, the world must thank you when you offer it release from your illusions. Yet your thanks belongs to you as well, for its release can only mirror yours. Your gratitude is all your gifts require, that they be a lasting offering of a thankful heart released from hell forever. Is it this you would undo by taking back your gifts because they were not honored? It is you who honor them and give them fitting thanks, for it is you who have received the gifts. Oh, I just love that. All right, so we have received the gifts from God. And the greatest thank you that we can offer to God for the amazing gifts of love and wisdom and clarity and purity and truth and freedom and harmony and abundance and prosperity, all the gifts that are purely ours is to share them. That's the greatest way for us to live and walk in gratitude is to share them with no attachment to how they're received. This can be a very deep practice. So begin to notice in your life, if you're really interested in freeing your mind, what are the thoughts that go through your mind when you're thinking about sharing your gifts and talents? Are you thinking about other people appreciating you? Are you thinking about getting something in return? Are you thinking about what others are going to think of you? Will they notice you? Will they receive the gift? Will they reject the gift? If these thoughts are passing through your mind, then you're giving not from the overflow of God's goodness, which is your birthright, which is your inheritance, which is your naturalness. You're giving from the ego. And so you're going to experience based on where you're giving from. That motivation. So is it ego motivation or is it divine inspiration? 
So the only gratitude that's really involved in sharing our gifts and talents is our gratitude that we can share, that we get to share. And I have to say, I've definitely proven this in my life experience because I I really, I made this decision to stop living in misery and to start following the Holy Spirit. And fortunately, I was really, really miserable. And so I really felt like I didn't have anywhere to go but up. And so I I moved into a place of surrender. Now, it it sounds like, oh, I just surrendered and then everything got better. Oh, no. Staying in that place of surrender was the hardest thing I ever did. It, it was like one of those things where in a movie they're trying to keep the bomb from detonating and it's underwater and they have to hold their breath for 20 minutes or something like that. And it just seems inconceivable and impossible. That's how it felt to me. But I knew one with God is a majority. I knew I couldn't fail because I knew that God was with me. And so I knew it might be really hard, it might be excruciating, it might be really difficult and long and arduous, but I knew I could not fail because I knew I would not give up. I had already given up, you see, before I decided to give it up to the Holy Spirit. So up until the point I decided to forgive everything in my life, I had given up. I didn't know it. But all that trying to control and manage and manipulate everything and to decide who was good and who was bad and who was naughty and nice and all that, all of that was me giving up. The true surrender was not me giving up. (laughs) It was me saying, aha, I'm taking my power back. There is a power for good here in my life, and I am taking it back. I am aligning with that. So it looked like surrender, because as as an ego-identified person, I surrendered that identity. Yeah. And I proved to myself that willingness is all that's required. So no matter how hard and difficult it seems, Nothing is harder than trying to live identified as the ego. So much freedom awaits us all, and we're doing it together. So I'm going to invite you to place your hand on your heart and take a breath of love and gratitude here. Love is the way. Love is the way. Love is the way. Love is the way. And we're grateful and thankful right now to remember to be grateful. We're grateful that God's gifts have already been given. We're grateful that God's love has already been fully and completely given. We're grateful and thankful that the gifts of God are pre-installed in our mind and we are willing to access them now. We're willing to share them now. We're willing to live in complete alignment right here and right now. 
We are giving up the struggle and we are living in the strength of our loving heart. In grace and gratitude, we share the benefits with everyone because we're one with them. In grace and gratitude, we let it be. And so it is. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Yeah, baby. I invite you to go to jenniferhadley.com and get the free classes there, right there on the home page. Enjoy them. I love you and appreciate you. God bless you. Have a great rest of your week. Thank you for tuning in to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, with Reverend Jennifer Hadley. Join us every Tuesday morning at 10 a.m. Central for more tools and insights into how to express your beliefs from moment to moment, every day, in every way. A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. This program is brought to you in part by JenniferHadley.com, a global resource providing tools, insight, and support for those seeking to live A Course in Miracles every day in every way. Online at www.JenniferHadley.com. While there, we invite you to visit Jennifer's blog, where you can join with the community of like-minded people who have become Jennifer's prayer partners through her daily power prayer. Like them, you can enjoy this extra support as you come to walk your talk and live A Course in Miracles every day in every way. Is there a difference between the spiritual teachings you know and how you live your life? Does your day-to-day experience reflect what you truly value? Are you ready to receive your life and live the gift that you are? Join Janice Campbell, licensed Unity teacher, author, and coach each week as she shares inspiration and tools to help you identify and dissolve the limiting beliefs that prevent you from living the fullest expression of what you are. Talk with Janice live every Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Central on Receive Your Life. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Inspiration only takes a moment. Take a moment now to reflect on these words from Reverend Joan Gattuso. According to an ancient Hindu teaching, if you can only speak the truth and tell no lies either minuscule or outrageous, for 12 consecutive years, you can attain enlightenment. A noble being will always tell the truth. Do you? Begin now with the first step of simply noticing if you do tell the truth immediately or if your first instinct is to alter the facts a bit. Resolve to be honest with yourself and others starting today. And after 4,383 days, you just may become enlightened. This meditative moment is brought to you by Unity. Do you know a working person whose life could use a nudge? Check out the new book, Blue Collar Spirituality, Finding a God That Works, by Rev. Michael McMorrow. 
Writing as a carpenter turned New Thought Minister, Mike sprinkles spiritual breadcrumbs written in plain and practical language. Available now on Amazon. Learn more when Mike is interviewed by Rev. Paul John Roach on his radio show, World Spirituality, Tuesday, May 18th at 1 p.m. Central on UnityOnlineRadio.org. Do you know a working person whose life could use a nudge? Check out the new book, Blue Collar Spirituality, Finding a God That Works by Rev. Michael McMorrow. Writing as a carpenter turned New Thought Minister, Mike sprinkles spiritual breadcrumbs written in plain and practical language. Available now on Amazon. Learn more when Mike is interviewed by Rev. Paul John Roach on his radio show, World Spirituality, Tuesday, May 18th at 1 p.m. Central on UnityOnlineRadio.org. Exploring our oneness with spirit and each other. Unity Online Radio. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, with Rev. Jennifer Hadley, a beloved teacher of the Course, who has helped thousands learn how to express their beliefs from moment to moment in their everyday lives. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application. Here is your host, Rev. Jennifer Hadley. morning good morning ah yes well let's see it's the last week of july and we are in the thick of our summer experience i'm in hawaii and uh (laughs) it's wonderful i have to say it's hot and humid though let me just tell you hot and humid I was talking to my beautiful assistant who lives in West Virginia, and she was saying, oh, my gosh, it's 84 degrees and 70% humidity. And I looked at the weather here in Hawaii, and I said, yeah, we got the same weather here. (laughs) And um, we have the trade winds, which makes it nice, and we can go swimming. So, all right, I don't know what that has to do with Course in Miracles. Just saying hi. Just happy to be with you this morning. So let's place our hand on our heart. Let's pray in. I always like to start with a blessing. So grateful and so thankful to open our heart, open our mind to the power and the presence, the free flow of love. Taking this breath of love and gratitude, we're grateful and thankful to come into our right mind, partnering up with the higher Holy Spirit self, And remembering our true identity is that we are the perfect givers and receivers of love. We are the love of God. We are the joy of God, the peace of God, the harmony of God. And we are 
grateful and thankful to remember that this is so. Grateful and thankful to claim our divinity and the divinity of all life is omnipresent and omnipotent, omniactive. So grateful to surrender the judgments and opinions, the belief in lack and attack, and to remember that our true identity is now and always has been, always will be, that perfect love. In grace and gratitude, we joyfully accept our healing. We accept the clarity and we let it be. And so it is. Amen. Amen. So I'm Jennifer Hadley, and our topic today is Free Your Mind. Remember that song? Free your mind, and the rest will follow. So that's that's what we're working on with The Course of Miracles, isn't it? Seek first the kingdom, which is within, it's in our heart, and all else will be added unto you. So we're, we're doing that. And it works. It really works. And let me say, too, that right now, what I notice, what I'm experiencing in my own life, and talking to so many students and folks, because I'm an active spiritual counselor, and uh, I'm hoping to um, begin teaching some more spiritual counselors in my spiritual counseling program uh, later this year, and I speak to so many people through uh, my classes and uh, my Sacred Circle weekly membership Q&A counseling program. So these different offerings that I have, I talk to a lot of people, and so I hear what they're going through, and I feel it very strongly. Uh, there's so many people that I'm involved with and they share deeply and personally what's going on with them. So right now, if you feel like you, your family, your business, if you feel like you're being squeezed, like everything is up in your face, and you're experiencing tremendous challenges, and their challenges really, in a sense, a test of your own personal strength. If that's how it feels to you, then you're tuned in to what's going on, because that is what is going on now. So... (laughs) I remember a few years ago, say around, um, oh, 2008, 2009, 10, 11, 12, we, with my, my prayer partners, we were talking about how it's getting more intense. And my year-long Master Living class and Finding Freedom class, the students were saying it's getting more intense, it's getting more intense. And there's no abatement in the intensity. The intensity is intensifying. And what it really is, is it's a purification. It's a very strong energy of purification. And I, for one, although definitely I find it challenging too, I am so grateful for it. So it's about 
not giving up or giving in, but giving up in the sense of giving the belief in problems and the struggling and the trying to figure it out to the Holy Spirit, to your higher self, the I am that I am. And that's what we're going to look at today in terms of freeing our mind. So a couple of weeks ago, maybe it was even last week, it's hard for me to remember, um, it, it seems like the last couple of weeks I've been, for months or so, I've been sharing a lot about recognizing you don't have to figure things out. Especially as a spiritual student, you don't have to try to make sense of things. You don't have to try to figure out what's going on and what is best to do. You don't have to solve the problem. That's the old way of working, and that's what the ego does. That's how the ego feels valuable and important, is it is the one that figures things out. It strategizes. It has coping mechanisms. It has a way of managing, controlling, and manipulating things. So this is all ego behavior. What we're being called to do is to have faith and to trust. And so developing that faith muscle, that trust muscle, is the thing that's going to help us the most right now in this time of expanding light. So in our day-to-day experience, when there's the temptation to try and figure things out, to control them, to strategize, instead, take a deep breath and mentally and in your heart, take a step back. Take a step back from the ego. Take a step back from the one who's trying to figure everything out, from the one who's trying to control everything, and realize that's not who you are. That's the ego. Because when you're really practicing A Course in Miracles, what you're doing on a day-to-day basis from the very first workbook lesson You are practicing remembering your true identity is as that higher Holy Spirit self. And that you are being led. Course in Miracles says this over and over again. Just let go and be guided. Everything will go so well if you let go and be guided. So, Here is the perfect opportunity to really make that your knee-jerk reaction. That when you notice you're trying to, you're struggling, trying to figure it out, when you feel afraid, when you feel worried or concerned, you don't know what to do, you feel helpless, out of control. When any of those feelings come up, right then, call upon the Holy Spirit which is your higher self. Call upon Jesus, Mother Mary, Kuan Yin. Call upon your ancestors. Call upon the company of heaven and all that is holy. Call for divine assistance. 
Because here's the thing that, that we learn when we practice this, is when we're willing to have faith and trust, just that little bit of willingness, then we will receive an insight. We will receive guidance. And when we do receive that insight or guidance, what happens is we get the fullness of what to do, when to do it, where to do it, why to do it. It comes in the fullness. Whereas, I'm going to take a sip of my tea here. Just clear my throat. When, when that insight comes in its fullness, we know what's to be done. And there's clarity. When we're trying to figure something out, when we're trying to strategize and control, we feel weak. We're trying to figure it out from a place of weakness, not strength. We're trying to figure it out from a place of confusion, not knowing. We're trying to figure it out from a place of lack and limitation, not having. But the kingdom is pre-installed, so therefore we can proceed as one who has. But you see, the only problem we have is this belief that we're separate from the kingdom. We're separate from having. We're separate from insight and guidance and all of that. But we're not separate from it. We have created a veil in our minds. And it's the only way to release that veil is to consciously choose to let it go and to no longer value it anymore. And this is something each one of us must do for ourselves. No one can do it for us. Lots of people can help us and we can help others. But it must it's an inside job. We have to do it. But the good news is, all we have to do is be willing. That's what Jesus says in A Course in Miracles. He says, you don't even have to believe this. You just keep going, just keep doing the lessons. Because your willingness is all that's required. So, lesson 197. It can be, but my gratitude I earn. It says here, Here is the second step we take to free your mind from the belief in outside force pitted against your own. So one of the things that I I see a lot of people are going through right now is they do feel like there are outside forces. Uh, A lot of people are experiencing what feels to them as some kind of a battle experience. So it could be in your relationships, could be with your body, could be at work, uh, it could be in your finances. However, there there's only one. So there really is nothing outside to work against you. Everything is actually working for you if you're willing to receive it. Even the things that appear to challenge have come to support, have come to help you, help you to free your mind. And that could seem hard to believe, but the people who seem to be working against you or the situations that seem to be working against you are actually there 
for you to strengthen your mind. So think of it this way. If you have poverty consciousness, right? If you have a belief in poverty, if you have a belief that you don't deserve or that you can't have or you're not worthy or there's something wrong with you, if you have these kinds of beliefs operating in your life, wouldn't it actually be helpful if you experienced the pain of those beliefs and the challenges of those beliefs to the point where you would say, enough, I've had enough, enough is enough, and now I'm going to choose to recognize I am one with the one. I am one with the Father, Mother, God, the principle of infinite prosperity and abundance. This is what I am one with. So for me, I work with a lot of I am statements. I am in the flow of love. I am divinely guided in each and every moment. I am led by divine intelligence. I am the only active intelligence in this mind, in this body, in my life, in my ministry. I am that I am. So it says here in Lesson 197, here's the second step we take to free your mind from the belief which it's not true, an outside force pitted against your own. You make attempts at kindness and forgiveness. You make attempts at kindness and forgiveness. Now, it's true, all of us, correct? Yet, you turn them to attack again unless you find external gratitude and lavish thanks. So, this is giving to get. If, If you are upset when people do not appreciate your gifts and your giving? Do you get upset? Do you feel unappreciated? Does it bother you? Do you then wish to withhold if people do not appreciate your gifts? Well, then it's simply you are only giving to get something. So you weren't really giving from your heart. Unless you find external gratitude and lavish thanks, do you find yourself petulant, upset, bothered? It's very, very common. It says here, your gifts must be received with honor, lest they be withdrawn. Right? Do you think, okay, I'm not going to give to these people in these situations anymore. They do not appreciate me. Well, it's interesting. Who is it that doesn't appreciate what? I love this next part. It says, and so you think God's gifts are loans at best. That God's gifts have only been loaned to you at best. At worst, deceptions which would cheat you of defenses to ensure that when he strikes, he will not fail to kill. Right? So this giving to get implies this belief system, not implies, it um, I think belies is a better word, 
this belief system that God's gifts are loans at best and at worst deceptions. How easily are God and guilt confused by those who know not what their thoughts desires? How easily are God and guilt confused by those who know not what their thoughts can do? Deny your strength, and weakness must become salvation to you. See yourself as bound, and bars become your home. Nor will you leave the prison house or claim your strength until guilt and salvation are not seen as one. Freedom and salvation are perceived as joy, with strength beside them to be sought and claimed and found and fully recognized. So let us recognize our strength. It's in giving from the overflow. It's in our loving heart. It's truly in our willingness to recognize the unity of all life and the gifts of God are ours to share, not to withhold, but to share. And this is our abundance. It is our prosperity. It is our joy. And we can access it. We're doing it together. Oh, it's time for me to take a break. You hear that music. I'm Jennifer Hadley. And while you're on the break, I invite you to go to jenniferhadley.com. Right now, I've got my seven simple steps to interrupt the patterns of fear. Free class still available right there at jenniferhadley.com. So go check it out and I'll, I'll be right back. You're listening to A Course of Miracles on Unity Online Radio, where we are living the love and walking the talk. As Unity Online Radio continues to expand its programming and outreach to the world, we count on the support of listeners like you. Please make your donation today. Go to www.unity.fm and click on Donate Now. If I were brave, I'd walk the razors where fools and dreamers dare to tread and never lose faith. How is life working for you? Would it be okay with you if life got easier, simpler, yet more meaningful and vibrant? Join certified life coach Carla McClellan Tuesday afternoons for Vibrant Living. Each week, Coach Carla and her guests will share strategies and solutions designed to make your life more vibrant. Is there something in your life you'd like help with? A dream you'd like to achieve? A relationship you'd like to improve? Call into the show toll-free. For Coaching with Carla. That's Vibrant Living, Life Coaching with Carla, Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Central on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. What if we're all meant to do what we secretly dream?
Thank you for tuning in for A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application as we return to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Hey, 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 we're back. I'm Jennifer Hadley talking about freeing our mind. And we're looking at Lesson 197, which is, it can be but my gratitude, I learn. And so we're talking about how when we share our gifts and talents in the world, or we just share, but we have an attachment. We're giving to get. And we know we're giving to get because if people don't respond, the way we'd like them to, we feel disappointed. We feel regret. We feel hurt. We feel anger. We feel resentment. All these things come up. Well, then, we weren't freely giving. And if we're not freely giving, then we're not expressing our God self. Because this is God's nature. We're one with God. God's nature is to freely give without attachment. God gives freely without any guilt. We are given the fullness of our gifts and talents and everything, truly. We don't, we're given everything that we need to live an abundant, opulent, prosperous, amazing life. And when we harbor resentment and regrets and, uh, I don't know anybody really who hasn't been born with Patterns, maybe not the Dalai Lama, I don't know. But most of us have incarnated with karmic patterns that we're here on a mission to liberate from our mind. So only those karmic patterns of negativity or new ones we might be choosing, though I don't know anyone who's really doing that, um, these are the only things that impede our experience of total prosperity and wholeness and freedom. So the fullness has been given, and what we're, I believe, on a mission to do is to remember that. And this is what A Course in Miracles teaches us. talks about learning all the time, and that is how it seems in this world. But we're actually remembering the truth about ourselves and about our brothers and sisters, and because we're all one, The best learning tools that we have are our body and each other. So if we are upset when our brothers and sisters don't appreciate and recognize and value our gifts and talents when we share them, when we don't feel appreciated, and honored. It's really only a reflection. That's the thing that A Course in Miracles teaches us, that when we're bothered and upset, what we're really bothered by is our opinions and judgments. It's not the experience. It's how we hold it in our mind. We're never upset for the reason we think. We're not upset because of what's happening or what happened, but We're upset 
by how we hold it in our mind. When we hold it as a belief in uh, lack and limitation or evidence of lack and limitation. Someone shares their gifts and talents, it's not appreciated, so then they feel unloved and unlovable. But these things are not true. It's projection. When we don't love ourselves, when we are not filled to the rim, overflowing with love and appreciation, that we have gifts that we can share, that we get to share them. When we're looking for something back, then what is the underlying belief? It's in lack. That's why we're upset. Because we had a belief in lack, and we thought, well, if I share my gifts and talents, then I'll be appreciated, then I'll be loved, and, oh, it didn't work. So therefore, I proved what I already knew. I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy. These people don't really love me. And that's why I'm upset, because I set out to prove a false belief, and I proved it to myself. And now I'm stuck again. Unless I free my mind, it can be but my gratitude I earn. Lesson 197. See yourself as bound and bars become your home. So if we see ourselves as being in lack and limitation, then that prison becomes our home. And so in my experience in talking with so many people all over the world, the most common thing is that people feel in some way not good enough, bad, wrong, unworthy, some way, shape, or form. And they're trying to compensate for that. They're trying to manage and cope with it rather than to heal the belief forever. How do you heal that belief forever? You are willing. And when it comes into your mind for healing, instead of managing and coping with it, strategizing to get other people to make you feel better, you go right to the source. Go right to the Holy Spirit. Go right to Jesus, Mother Mary, Kuan Yin, your ancestors. You go to the company of heaven and the angels. However it works for you. And you say, I will not continue to believe this anymore. This is not true. And I am willing only to place my attention, my energy, and my belief in that which is true. Because remember, in this world... The only thing that we can see is what we believe, what we hold in our mind. That's all we can see. And yes, there's the collective mind and the individual mind. So we can see what's true and what's real, which is infinite beauty, infinite love the perfection of God being revealed. We can see that. It's available for us to see in every moment, 
in every situation. It really is. Or we can see the meaning that we have made of things. We are light beings. This is what A Course in Miracles tells us all the time. We are light. And our grievances hide the light of the world in us. And so when we hold a grievance, yes, it hides the light of the world so that not only can others not see the light of the world in us, we can't see it in ourselves. And our grievances prevent us from seeing the light of the world in others. Because what we believe about ourselves, we will believe about others. What we believe about others, we will believe about ourselves because there's only this one. So when we hold a grievance in our mind, it's like putting a slide in a projector. And our mind is that light shining through that slide, projecting it onto the screen of our life. The slide which it's the ego thought system. The ego thought system, it has no volition of its own. Do you know? It's just thoughts of separation. But when we place the light of our attention in it, when we invest in it, when we invest our belief in it, when we think those thoughts, they come alive. To the degree that we believe them, we experience them. So this is Course in Miracles and New Thought 101. And yet, have you yet today given yourself permission to energize and invest in and place your light, your attention into a grievance? And then, did that grievance upset you or bother you? And then, did you blame the upset on someone else? Or did you blame it on your incompetence, your lack or your limitation? Well, you see, that's how the cycle works. So it's about really interrupting these patterns. That's why I've got this free class right now, uh, Seven Simple Steps to Interrupt the Patterns of Fear. Because grievances are patterns of fear. They're patterns of lack and limitation. So, deny your strength, which is the love of God. And weakness must become salvation to you. So when we withhold love, when we withhold our gifts and talents, because we think, oh, we won't be appreciated, or we have to be appreciated, or they're not good enough, when we withhold the love and any of our gifts and talents, then we are denying our strength. And... Weakness must then become our salvation. Can you see how that could possibly be true? If you're withholding your gifts and talents, if you're withholding love, if you're withholding kindness, then you are choosing weakness. Because the only strength 
that we have comes from being in our loving heart. When we're in our loving heart, then the door opens to everything being added unto us. Seek first the kingdom, which is your loving heart, (laughs) and then all else will be added unto you. So, in A Course in Miracles, it says the body is a temple, but the most important thing in the temple is the altar. And what the altar is, really is, it's our heart. And what we hold in our heart is going to determine the quality of our life. And many of us closed our hearts. If not most of us closed our hearts, it's too hard to be open-hearted in this world. It's too hard to be loving and kind and gentle in this world. So what we did then was we took our strength, which is our loving heart, and we decided it's going to get me hurt. Being in my loving heart is not safe, it's not healthy, it's not wise. So then you can see how we naturally made the decision that to be in the ego mind, instead of our loving mind, our right mind, in the ego mind would be our strength. But that's always our weakness because as soon as we move into that ego mind, what we're doing is we're saying, I'm not interested in divine wisdom. I'm not interested in infinite prosperity and abundance. I'm not interested in wholeness. I'm not interested in freedom. I am not interested in beauty, in truth, in clarity, in purity. I'm not interested in the spiritual qualities of God and manifesting them and realizing them and expressing them. No, I'm interested in experiencing extreme lack and limitation. In weakness is where my safety lies. So the undoing of this can be my gratitude. Lesson 197, it can be but my gratitude I earn. Let me be grateful that I have gifts and talents that I can share. Let me be grateful that I can choose to share them. Gifts and talents, being kind, And gentle. These are gifts and talents. And when we practice the most basic gifts and talents, kindness, patience, gratitude, willingness, generosity, forgiveness, these then multiply the good. If we can be grateful every time we remember to be patient, if we can be grateful every time we remember to be kind, if we can be grateful every time that we forgive. I mean, I know when I first really embarked on, I made the decision to forgive everything in all directions of time and space. And there were so many times when I 
moved into true forgiveness, which is the release of the judgment. That's what true forgiveness is. And if you're having challenges with forgiveness, I also have a free class entitled How to Get Over It right there on the homepage at jenniferhadley.com. So please take advantage of these free resources. That's what they're there for. And remember, too, uh, this is episode 198 of the radio show, and uh, all the previous episodes are for free for downloading. You can sign up for the podcast and just get them all downloaded and you can have them on your iPhones and your iPads and your Androids and all your devices and take them with you and listen to them in the car. And so when I first started really practicing this intently and letting go of these old hatreds, I was I was so grateful I would just weep and weep and weep that I could forget. And so, so grateful that I could really choose to be patient, that I could genuinely, from my heart, choose to be kind. Because I used to be so angry and bitter and hateful. And um, I used to complain about everyone and everything. And, you know, that complaining mind, it's uh, such a limited way to live. And you lose, when you complain and complain and complain, you lose track of how abundant the universe is, how constantly giving God is. You completely lose track of it. It's, it's, it seems as though the universe becomes a really um, small and selfish and withholding place. It seems to be a very confusing place. And right now, a lot of people are feeling confused and pushed and strained. And it can feel very intense. And there's definitely a strong temptation to give up. To give up, to quit and say, ah, it's just too hard. I can't do this. Oh my God, this is way too hard. And... What I invite you to do, if you feel that way at all, is instead of just giving up on life, uh, instead of giving up on being happy, give up trying to figure it out. Give it up to the Holy Spirit. Give it over to your higher self and say, oh, it's such a struggle because I'm not recognizing my strength. I'm not living from my strength. That's why it's a struggle. I am using weakness as a defense. And so I don't really know how to change that. But right now, I'm going to give it all to the Holy Spirit and just proclaim I'm interested in a life of profound love, complete joy, unconditional joy I'm interested in experiencing true prosperity wholeness, well-being abundance I'm interested in experiencing the free flow of the wisdom of God in my mind and heart so I'm going to lay all these excuses 
and all these grievances down and just say, I'm willing. I'm willing. That's it. Right there. So transformative. <sighs> you hear that music? It's time for me to take a break again. I'm Jennifer Hadling. You're listening to A Course in Miracles. We're talking about freeing our minds. We're walking the talk. We're living the love on Unity Online Radio. And I'll be right When you truly understand the laws of the universe and live a life based on these profound and unwavering truths, then your dream life starts today. No more waiting. No more wandering. If you're ready to let go of the striving and move into the allowing, you are ready for everyday attraction on Unity Online Radio. We study the teaching of Abraham given to us by beautiful Esther Hicks, so we can release confusion for clarity, exchange struggle for serenity, and have the time of our lives today. Join host Ray Zender every Friday at noon Central Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Unity Online Radio for Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real. Been listening to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk with Reverend Jennifer Hadley. If you have a question or comment about today's program, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, visit us on Facebook at A Course in Miracles Pledge, where you can join with the community of like-minded people who have pledged to live A Course in Miracles every day in every way. Now, back to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Welcome back. I'm Jennifer Hadley, and this week we're talking about freeing our mind. Lesson 197 is our help this week. Lesson 197, it can be but my gratitude I earn. It says here, see yourself as bound and bars become your home. Okay? So when we see ourselves as uh, that our strength, which is our loving heart, is actually something that works against us. Because let me just tell you, this this is the, the plague of the human race, that somehow being loving, open-hearted, and compassionate, it, not somehow, it, be, it became, the perception became that that's too painful. So how did that happen? Well, in this system that we're experiencing of karma, um, we're... We just we got stuck in the system of karma, and it became overwhelming. And so we literally, we shut our hearts to divine love so that we wouldn't feel the pain that we were creating in our own experience. But now we've learned, we've learned, we've learned. The collective learning has been so much for so long. We've learned everything we can learn about this karmic system and we're getting ready to set the whole thing aside and to bring on the golden age of enlightenment. Here it comes. And A Course of Miracles is the perfect pathway to bring in the landing for us. So it says here, 
you won't leave the prison house or claim your strength until guilt and salvation are not seen as one. So right now, guilt and salvation, in the ego perception, they're seen as one. And freedom and salvation are perceived as joined. So we can begin to perceive that freedom and salvation are the same thing. So seeking the atonement, or accepting the atonement, rather, for ourselves. So what does that really mean? It means the full recognition that there is no separation, there is only one. So this means not withholding your gifts and your talents, regardless of how they're received. Because otherwise we're giving to get. So whatever we give, we're giving from the overflow of God's love. If we're trying to get something that we're not in our loving heart, it's not going to go well for us. We already know that. So why go down that road again and again? Why give to get at all? Unless you are interested in experiencing the lack, the limitation, the prison bars, in feeling yourself as bound. It says here, paragraph 3 of Lesson 197, the world must thank you when you offer it release from your illusions. Yet your thanks belongs to you as well, for its release can only mirror yours. Your gratitude is all your gifts require, that they be a lasting offering of a thankful heart released from hell forever. Is it this you would undo by taking back your gifts because they were not honored? It is you who honor them and give them fitting thanks, for it is you who have received the gifts. Oh, I just love that. All right, so we have received the gifts from God. And the greatest thank you that we can offer to God for the amazing gifts of love and wisdom and clarity and purity and truth and freedom and harmony and abundance and prosperity. All the gifts that are purely ours is to share them. That's the greatest way for us to live and walk in gratitude is to share them with no attachment to how they're received. This can be a very deep practice. So begin to notice in your life, if you're really interested in freeing your mind, what are the thoughts that go through your mind when you're thinking about sharing your gifts and talents? Are you thinking about other people appreciating you? Are you thinking about getting something in return? Are you thinking about what others are going to think of you? Will they notice you? Will they receive the gift? Will they reject the gift? If these thoughts are passing through your mind, then you're giving not from the overflow of God's goodness, which is your birthright, which is your inheritance, which is your naturalness. You're giving from the ego. And so you're going to experience 
based on where you're giving from. That motivation. So is it ego motivation or is it divine inspiration? So the only gratitude that's really involved in sharing our gifts and talents is our gratitude that we can share, that we get to share. And I have to say, I've definitely proven this in my life experience because I I really, I made this decision to stop living in misery and to start following the Holy Spirit. And fortunately, I was really, really miserable. And so I really felt like I didn't have anywhere to go but up. And so I I moved into a place of surrender. Now, it it sounds like, well, I just surrendered and then everything got better. Oh, no. Staying in that place of surrender was the hardest thing I ever did. It, It was like one of those things where in a movie they're trying to keep the bomb from detonating and it's underwater and they have to hold their breath for 20 minutes or something like that. And it just seems inconceivable and impossible. That's how it felt to me. But I knew one with God is a majority. I knew I couldn't fail because I knew that God was with me. And so I knew it might be really hard. It might be excruciating. It might be really difficult and long and arduous. But I knew I could not fail because I knew I would not give up. I had already given up, you see, before I decided to give it up to the Holy Spirit. So up until the point I decided to forgive everything in my life, I had given up. I didn't know it. But all that trying to control and manage and manipulate everything and to decide who was good and who was bad and who was naughty and nice and all of that, all of that was me giving up. The true surrender was not me giving up. <laughs> it was me saying, aha, I'm taking my power back. There is a power for good here in my life, and I am taking it back. I am aligning with that. So it looked like surrender because as, as an ego-identified person, I surrendered that identity. Yeah. And I proved to myself that willingness is all that's required. So no matter how hard and difficult it seems, nothing is harder than trying to live identified as the ego. So much freedom awaits us all, and we're doing it together. So I'm going to invite you to place your hand on your heart and take a breath of love and gratitude here. Love is the way. Love is the way. Love is the way. Love is the way. And we're grateful and thankful right now to remember to be grateful. We're grateful that God's gifts have already been given. We're grateful that God's love has already been fully and completely given. We're grateful and thankful that the gifts of God 
are pre-installed in our mind and we are willing to access them now. We're willing to share them now. We're willing to live in complete alignment right here and right now. We are giving up the struggle and we are living in the strength of our loving heart. In grace and gratitude, we share the benefits with everyone because we're one with them. In grace and gratitude, we let it be. And so it is. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Yeah, baby. I invite you to go to jenniferhadley.com and get the free classes there, right there on the home page. Enjoy them. I love you and appreciate you. God bless you. Have a great rest of your week. Thank you for tuning in to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, with Reverend Jennifer Hadley. Join us every Tuesday morning at 10 a.m. Central for more tools and insights into how to express your beliefs from moment to moment, every day, in every way. A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. This program is brought to you in part by JenniferHadley.com, a global resource providing tools, insight, and support for those seeking to live A Course in Miracles every day in every way. Online at www.JenniferHadley.com. While there, we invite you to visit Jennifer's blog, where you can join with the community of like-minded people who have become Jennifer's prayer partners through her daily power prayer. Like them, you can enjoy this extra support as you come to walk your talk and live A Course in Miracles every day in every way. Is there a difference between the spiritual teachings you know and how you live your life? Does your day-to-day experience reflect what you truly value? Are you ready to receive your life and live the gift that you are? Join Janice Campbell, licensed Unity teacher, author, and coach each week as she shares inspiration and tools to help you identify and dissolve the limiting beliefs that prevent you from living the fullest expression of what you are. Talk with Janice live every Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Central on Receive Your Life, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Inspiration only takes a moment. Take a moment now to reflect on these words from Reverend Joan Gattuso. According to an ancient Hindu teaching, if you can only speak the truth and tell no lies, either minuscule or outrageous, for 12 consecutive years, you can attain enlightenment. A noble being will always tell the truth. Do you? Begin now with the first step of simply noticing if you do tell the truth immediately or if your first instinct is to alter the facts a bit. Resolve to be honest with yourself and others starting today. And after 4,383 days, you just may become enlightened. This meditative moment is brought to you by Unity. 
Do you know a working person whose life could use a nudge? Check out the new book, Blue Collar Spirituality, Finding a God That Works, by Rev. Michael McMorrow. Writing as a carpenter turned new thought minister, Mike sprinkles spiritual breadcrumbs written in plain and practical language. Available now on Amazon. Learn more when Mike is interviewed by Rev. Paul John Roach on his radio show, World Spirituality, Tuesday, May 18th at 1 p.m. Central on UnityOnlineRadio.org.